Looking for one of our advertisers? Search the advertiser directory at ktbb.com. ktbb.com, hosted by Group M7. Good morning, and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims, and with us this morning, Dennis Cullinane, Chief Executive Officer, and Donna Spann, Communications Director of the East Texas Food Bank. Welcome. Great to have you with us for an update. Good morning, John. Good, good morning, John. And don't forget, InFocus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash InFocus. InFocus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. A little bit of history and background, as we typically do on the show. Food Bank is uh, close to 30 years old now, I believe. Dennis, tell us how it all yeah, got started. Next year, we're going to be celebrating our 30th anniversary. In, uh, it go, we go back to, obviously, 1988. Uh, the East Texas Food Bank was formed by a local, a group of local concerned citizens that created a steering committee that saw the need for uh, a reliable and a better way of providing foods to pantries uh, throughout East Texas. And uh, so they, they got together and they formed this entity, and uh, they really formed it under the umbrella of the North Texas Food Bank in Dallas mm-hmm. at that time. And they got rolling so quickly that within a year or two, they be- we became we became a uh, fully fledged uh, partner of, the, of uh, the Feeding America Network. At that time, it was Second Harvest, if you re- recall. I do recall that. Yeah. yeah. So, since then, uh, we have grown to be uh, almost in the the top quartile of food banks in the country. I think there's there's 200 food banks like ours that are affiliated with Feed, uh, Feeding America, and I think as far as food distribution, we're probably ranked about 30 percent 30 35 percent so we're we're, mm. we're not a small food bank anymore mm-hmm. now uh, you cover 26 counties now has it always been that way or have you grown over the that's years? right no it's well there's been one or two here and there that that had changed but we've been pretty static at the 26 counties and those counties are assigned by feeding america uh, as, as a way of organizing all of these organizations efforts in uh, fighting hunger and uh, you know succeeding with the mission you know it describes a territory that we can do fundraising we can uh, uh, source foods and it also gives us responsibility for the populations that live in those counties and we're measured against the populations and the uh, the the, the people that are at risk of hunger so uh, that's why that's it's an organized effort nationwide and okay. I can tell you it covers 20,000 square miles, the East Texas Food Bank does. I hadn't thought about counting it that way, but exactly. that gives you another pretty clear it's picture massive. of how many people and how much territory exactly. you cover. And again, your primary responsibility is to pro- provide food to food pantries around East Texas. That's right. And then people go to PATH and uh, Tyler, Longview Community Ministries, St. Paul Children's Center in Tyler, places right. like that right. to get the right. food. And, there's, and they're all throughout uh, those 26 counties. Uh, mm-hmm. Lufkin, we go from Lufkin to Texarkana. Mm-hmm. Roughly Canton, all the way over to the Louisiana border. Yeah. So most people have heard of the East Texas Food Bank's works, but uh, what about a brief glimpse of hunger in East Texas and just how the food bank helps people who are hungry? And we're talking about a lot. Uh, Close to a half a million East Texans are what you term at risk of hunger. At risk of hunger. And what that means, John, is that... uh, when we call at risk of hunger, that are people that are eligible for services when they go to any one of our partner agencies, our partner pantries. And uh, in order to be eligible, you have to be at or below, your family has to be at or below the 185% of poverty 
that poverty line. And, uh, you know, from the 1.3 million folks that live here, uh, that's about 473,000 of our neighbors are eligible. So that means that part of the population is uh, not necessarily food insecure right now, but uh, they may be, you know, one crisis away or one life event away Mm -hmm. from needing help. And there's been a lot of that going on over the last couple of years, as you know. Um, These individuals, you tell us, they are forced to make choices between food and other basic necessities. How many of us have to decide whether we are going to go hungry so our kids can eat, whether we're going to have to pass on medications just so we can keep food on the table? These are the kind of issues we're talking about here. It is. It's prevalent. It it really is prevalent in in our area, and you don't think about that. But uh, like Dennis said, it could be just one crisis away. But many people live in a crisis every day. And so um, I can tell you that I was out at a visiting a food pantry in the Carthage area, and I was talking to a family there, and she actually, uh, she had um, gotten married when she was 13 years old. Mm. She had five children. Um, Her husband uh, left her, and um, they were able to get back together, and they were still in crisis, though. And she had explained to me just, it was like a a general conversation she was having when she told me, she said, well, my husband, I said, how do you, how do you work this out? How do you feed your children? How do you, of course she said, we couldn't do it without this food pantry. But what she said that was so meaningful to me is that, and just really took me by surprise was she said, well, we know that we can go, um, that ramen noodles, um, that my husband can eat three packages of ramen noodles and it will fill his stomach and I can eat two packages of ramen noodles and it'll fill my stomach and we know we can get five of those for one dollar so we take the food that we get at the food pantry and we feed our children that food so you know those are those are things people that are walking around every day don't think about but one in four children right here where we live and our neighbors are hungry mm-hmm. and and uh, adults are hungry one in five so you know that that just really brought it to reality for me that they were actually calculating what it would take to fill their stomachs what's the least amount and the cheapest way they could do that because they didn't have any other way uh, to make ends meet they didn't have uh, the things that so many of us take for granted right. they're just not there right. for she them said we have to spend our money on our our uh, electricity bill or we have to have electricity we have to have water for mm-hmm. the children and so we do the least we we uh, possibly can as far as food for us as parents donna span and dennis colony with the east texas food bank our guests this morning on in focus i'm john sims you talked about kids another target population is seniors we'll be talking about that a little bit later on in the show But um, uh, one of the things you say is especially devastating is childhood hunger because it deprives kids of more than just food. On empty stomachs, kids just don't have the energy to focus, engage, learn, and grow. We're talking about things that are going to affect their behavior, the quality of the education they get. So uh, another point I think really important to bring home here. The East Texas Food Bank is in Tyler, but you serve uh, 26 counties, and you have, what, over 200 partner agencies. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. And uh, all the way from, I guess, up uh, around the Red River down to um, over to Canton, down to the Lufkin area or the the Louisiana border, as you said earlier. And um, 
18 wheelers every day delivering food to those partner agencies such as food pantries and churches and in soup kitchens. And again, um, we mentioned Longview Community Ministries. We mentioned PATH. Um, Newgate Mission is another one right. in Longview. I think the Dream Center. The Dream Center. We, if we start, if we keep mentioning everybody, we're going to leave somebody out. Yeah, we, we're going to yeah. leave most got of so them out. so many amazing We just wanted to give a few examples. Yeah, they do the heavy lifting for us. That's yeah, sure. and we also and Tyler agencies like PATH and the St. Paul Children's Center. Exactly. Um, a couple, just a couple of examples of the really sort of high-profile agencies that um, you uh, you work with as partners, and you distribute a lot of food every year. What uh, almost 22 million meals to our East Texas neighbors? That's right, John. It's 22 million last year, and and we're on a pace to break that uh, to do more this year, which we're very very pleased with. Uh, but this will be three years in a row of record food distribution, record meal distribution through our partners. And, uh, you know, we're proud of that, but uh, we're really saddened by the need for having to continue to to climb that ladder. Uh, We just completed a strategic plan here last year, and and we're wrapping up the first year of a three-year planning period. And uh, what's, what we found, we were surprised when we when we did that plan, was that uh, we measured where we were with the population and with with the uh, eligible population at that time, compared it to where we were with the strategic plan previously. And we found that our population actually grew by 5%. Uh, I think we, we had uh, about 60,000 more people came into the 26 county service area, either born in or moved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the eligibility of that population grew by two thirds of that. So 45,000 people additionally were eligible for the services. So think about it this way the population grew by 60,000, 45,000 of them can go to a pantry. That's not a good trend, and it really means that we've got to do a lot more work with our partners here uh, you know, over the next few years. If we were to reach our goals as an organization to be able to provide a meal for everybody who's eligible for just one meal a day for a week, uh, we would almost have to double our distribution, our meal distribution. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've set a goal to do that in 10 years, at least to be able to provide that access to food. Okay, and a little bit later on, we'll talk about how the folks listening today can be a part of that. Yes. And some of us already are, but you can always use, and really, you need more yes. help. And thank you for your service, John. You bet. Uh, just briefly, I, uh, I'm involved with a church group that's been volunteering at the food bank for about the last seven years or so. Uh, you go into the area where the food is packed and there are different uh, chores and work details that have to be in, uh, taken care of. You bond with your own group. You meet new people, people who are uh, also volunteers. And some interesting conversations come out of that too. So I can personally vouch for the value of just going in and volunteering every mm-hmm. so often. We have about 10,000 people, volunteers, who come through the food bank mm-hmm. and, and volunteer each year. Mm-hmm. So. And the it's fact that you can still amount. use more really bring, kind Absolutely. of brings it all home. And I think they have a great time, and I think and and our volunteer uh, coordinator does a great job of of explaining what the impact of what you did that day was. Also, yeah, how many yeah. meals you provided. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is something that we do here from time to time. Um, getting back to the number of hungry people in East Texas, one in four children are food insecure, one in five adults are food insecure. Just two more statistics to really kind of shed some light on what we're dealing with right here in our own backyard. And that's why, too, when you talk about the children, um, you know, that's why it's so important programs like our summer food program that we just kicked off actually this week. Uh-huh. And we do have those 73 sites that are all over our 26 county uh, area. And um, 
so there are uh, opportunities for children to come because when you stop and think about it during the school year these children get free and reduced lunch mm-hmm. and so they know they're going to be fed and oftentimes that may be the only meals that they have so when school's out what happens to those children right so during the summertime we are there in the 73 sites to provide um, nutritious meals and oftentimes hot meals it might be a, a breakfast in the morning and lunch and a snack in the afternoon for these children. And it's interesting, John, that in 2005, we've done this for 13 years, and in, in 2005, they started with 13 sites in three counties mm. and served 17,000 meals. And we're uh, projected this year, we have um, 73 sites across our counties, and we know that we're going to serve in excess of 120,000 meals it just uh, during the growing. summertime. So that's a lot of children. Good time to put out some contact information. If you want to know where a site is near you, of course, you have them in Tyler at Longview, and uh, you just happened to mention Carthage, just one of the many towns that you serve, but all around East Texas. Go to the website, which is easttexasfoodbank.org. Easy one to remember, and every single site is listed on that website. If you want to know where a food site is near you during the summer food program, you can also call 903-597-3663, which is 597-FOOD, and get some information on... Um, exactly. You know. It's it's easy. They'll see the big sunshine when you go onto our website and you just click on that. That link will take you and, and you can find all the sites. Okay. There. And yep. again, the people who don't have internet access, just uh, uh, call yeah, that number, call. 597 Food. And Absolutely. Carolyn will be there to help you and direct you uh, where you need to go. Yeah, right. And during regular business hours, or, or mm-hmm. do you take voicemail if people should call we, in the evening, like after work? We do take voicemail. Okay. Uh, yeah, just leave a message for us. And if, if it's a real emergency, you can always dial 211 to find the, the nearest relief for you. 211 is under the auspices of the United Way, That's and right. that is basically the info line. They right. can, yes. if you have a particular need, you don't know where to go, 211 is the number you want to call. Important to mention that. But our website also will, if you go on there, there's a find food or need food area. You can click on that area, enter your county, and uh, they'll they'll give you a listing of where our pantries are, their hours of operation. Okay. Very helpful. Important to note. Um, How can East Texans help? There are three ways to do that. Donate food, volunteer time, and uh, donate money. Can you just kind of quickly run down how all that works? Sure. Um, You know, we've got a huge task here uh, in East Texas and uh, our our warehouse. We've got a 73,000 square foot warehouse with a fleet of trucks that uh, really is required to distribute and 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 pick up a lot of the food so you know that comes at a cost our uh, operating budget's about eight million dollars uh, every year and that continues to grow which uh, that grows with the distribution we're always looking for ways to be more uh, more efficient but we uh, certainly need the financial donations to continue to uh, be able to meet the needs here and uh, more and more we're finding that uh, food purchasing uh, is important and that uh, of course requires money then we talk about certainly the food drives and donated mm-hmm. foods, and uh, you'd be surprised in how little of a mix that we get from uh, our food drives. Uh, probably about 10 to 15 percent of our foods come through through local donations, mm-hmm. and uh, we need to do better with that. And we're always trying to figure out ways to, uh, uh, you know, motivate uh, more people to have 
food drives and how we can service and pick those up and and really help drive some of those to our pantries. So, uh, you know, continue to be more uh, mindful of uh, the food bank and really nutritious foods. You know, we need mm-hmm. we need canned proteins. Uh, you know, there's no bad food, but uh, we, we're really looking for proteins, canned vegetables, you know, those type of things. Non-perishable. Non-perishable, mm-hmm. please. Okay. Donna Spann and Dennis Colonin with the East Texas Food Bank, our guests this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. So donations of food are very important. Donations of money. I painted a little bit of a picture of what it's like to be a volunteer. Is there any particular thing, any particular person uh, or MO that you should, uh, a person you should contact or MO that you should use if you're volunteering for the first time or want to line up a group from maybe your church or organization or school to um, help out on one of the volunteer days. Uh, kind of walk us through that. How does that work? Okay. Well, as you mentioned about the, um, the the experience that you've had, you're, you're a regular group, so you don't go through the same processes. But if, if you're new, uh, I would recommend that you go to the website and click on volunteer. There's a volunteer button, and then and that will um, give you some an opportunity to give some information about what you're looking for, and it'll go right into our volunteer center, and they'll contact you and uh, schedule you and, and your group with uh, you know a date and a time, and then. Mm-hmm. We, then when you come into the food bank, you'll register as a volunteer, and uh, you'll be able to log your time and uh, you know work there at the food bank. And I think your group will have a great time. Uh, yeah. I mean, what are some of the things that they love to do, Donna? Well, I tell you, you know, number one, um, the the leader of that or the director of that entire operation, the the coordinator is Charlotte Jones, mm-hmm. and Charlotte brings an energy to that and loves and has a passion for what she's doing and. Um, and the volunteers love her and she is able to work with them and she makes sure that everybody that comes through there understands that everything that they put their hand on and touch is going to be on the table of someone Mm -hmm. and they can do anything from uh, uh, filling backpacks that go home with children on the weekends because they need the food on the weekends to packing our senior boxes we have a senior box program and that's for uh, our our seniors who otherwise would go without mm-hmm. and a, a box of healthy nutritious food is stable food is given to them once a month they have to be eligible for that and they come and get that they have to be on the list for it and when they come and get that food I, I can remember I went there and watched a senior box I was on the job two weeks and I wanted to understand what it was. And I went, and it was right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And an elderly lady walked up to me to get her ticket to go and get her food box. And she touched my hand, and she said, oh, ma'am, do you know if there's going to be cheese in my box? And I kind of looked at her like, well, you know, I bet, uh, yeah, sure, there'll be cheese. I didn't know that, but I just assumed. She got tears in her eyes, and she said, oh, thank you so much. She said, I'm so glad I'll be able to fix macaroni and cheese for my grandchildren mm. at, at Thanksgiving. So it's the type of things like that, but we do, and, and those somebody put their hand on that cheese and put in that box that's going to make a difference in somebody's life. So there's a lot of uh, different activities that they can do. And Charlotte's really um, fantastic with, um, at the end of the volunteer experience, she will present you with a a board that tells how many how much time and how many meals you 
were able to provide through the packing that you did and, and the work that you did. So it's a really wonderful, worthwhile experience, and you'll walk away feeling and knowing that you've made a difference in lives. I know that for a fact from personal experience, as do the colleagues in my group that uh, goes about once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, uh, yeah, about twice a month, I believe, is Great. what our schedule is. And you, but you can work that out with the food Absolutely. bank. And you want to go to that website, easttexasfoodbank.org, or call 597-FOOD to get more information about that. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned the Senior Box Program because we talked about kids. It's important to note that seniors are uh, one of the populations that are maybe more at risk than just Absolutely. most others. You know, a lot of them are on fixed incomes. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm at the stage in my life, I've got 84-year-old parents, and I understand what that means for them. They've worked hard, but sometimes um, it's difficult to make things stretch. They still have the home, and price of everything is going up, but guess what? Their income does not go up. Well, there are many parents that don't have people, and don't, have. don't have their siblings exactly. to take care of them, and, and some, so, some of them, John, are, take, are taking care of grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah, that's Raising true. Raising grandchildren, yeah. Um, we talked about someone needing food assistance. What should they do? Let's go over that again. Go to the website at EastTexasFoodBank.org. Click on the Need Food button. And you can also dial 211 for information on available services in the community. So uh, you're there. If people want to know how to get access to the food right. they need, it's all right there right. on when the website. Right. When they click on that phone. Need Food yeah. button, what's going to happen is they'll get a listing of all the places they can they can put in their um, zip code they can put in their um, county, county yes. and then everything that's in that county will pop up so mm-hmm. that they know and they can look around and see what's near them and, and find help. Also wanted to um, mention another phone number. You do have a toll-free 800-815-3663. Since I haven't mentioned it before, I'll mm-hmm. mention it twice right now. 800-815-3663. If you're used to not worrying about uh, long distance because you have a cell phone, you can always call the Tyler number, 597-FOOD. But uh, a couple of phone numbers you can call and then go to the website or call 211 as well to get information. So uh, there are people ready to help, and they're easy to get in touch with. wanted to talk a little bit about some of the food program, uh, some of the programs that you have. You have the Summer Food Program, the Fresh Produce Program. I don't know how much time we're going to have to go into detail on these, but there is more information about them on the website. I notice you have nutrition education programs as well, like uh, there are things with names like Cooking Matters, Direct Education, and nudges. If you want to be involved in one of these programs, take advantage of nutrition education. Same MO, just uh, check the website or make that phone call and set something up. Exactly. Exactly. We do have a nutrition education department. We have two nutritionists on staff and um, we've really heightened our awareness. We've always been aware of the importance of healthy and nutritious food, but we're making a, a, a concerted effort now towards um, we, we know that poverty is directly related to chronic illness and such as diabetes, hypertension. So we're even more aware of it now. And we've got these nutritionists that go out in our community and provide programs at, at uh, WIC clinics, at uh, farmer's markets, at anywhere, at TISD. We're working with them now. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity to educate our community about good, nutritious, and healthy food. Mm-hmm. Talking to Dennis Cullinane and Donna Spann with the East Texas Food Bank on InFocus this morning. I'm John Sims. And Dennis, you had something you wanted to yeah, throw in. Yeah, I wanted to reiterate Donna's point. You know, our, our core 
function at the food bank is distributing meals, distributing food to pantries. Mm-hmm. These direct programs that you're talking about now hit specific areas. And nutrition education is so important because uh, the Hunger in America study that we do every, every four years with Feeding America reveals uh, some things about our population that uh, it's not only the numbers, but it, it talks about the, some of the problems and some of the stresses that they're under. And uh, I think what, what I remember hearing most was that 39% of the households have somebody living in them that has diabetes mm-hmm. of the pantries. 39%. 39%. Uh, 65% of the uh, families that go to our pantries have somebody in their household with high blood pressure or heart disease. Those are numbers that are really, really much higher than the national average. So these are, and these are diet-related diseases. Mm-hmm. So nutrition education is very, very important to try and help these folks get more healthy and feel better, but not only get more healthy and feel better, they're putting a lot of stress on our healthcare system and the cost of healthcare to them because a, lot, a good portion of them also don't have health insurance. So these are proactive measures that aren't going to we're not going to see immediate uh, you know immediate results from, but we know downstream they're going to pay big dividends for all of us. And the child hunger programs are the same way. Those children must be must have the foundation to get a good education or we're going to continue to have uh, problems with, uh, you know, we've we've got to build a workforce here in order to change our economy. This ripple effect is really kind of mind-boggling. We have about five minutes left in the show. I wanted to give you a chance to talk about some of the things that are going on right now and as you look down the road, what lies in the future for the food bank. Uh, They're talking about a federal budget right now and the current proposal. And, you know, without taking sides on this issue, let's just be quite honest about it. It is causing quite a bit of concern because there's talk about cutting way back on the – food stamp program and just different things that the your target population needs can yes. you address some of those concerns well we are we are very concerned uh, the proposal from uh, president trump uh, includes some pretty severe cuts to the usda tfap the emergency food assistance program which uh, provides quite a bit of food to the east texas food bank and our partners and uh, it also uh, has some measures in it that are is aiming to uh, cut the SNAP, which is the the, the food stamp program, by mm-hmm. 192 billion over the next 10 years, yeah. and not it's it's not a partisan issue for us. Uh, we're we are all in favor of trying to balance the budget and find ways to uh, you know pay less taxes. We all want to do that, but um, these programs are going to hurt. And really, I think what we would like to see is, is a focus put on the economy of the United States to help because SNAP is actually a self-correcting program. If you have if you have people that are at work with jobs and they're earning an income, they're not eligible for SNAP. That's where we want to be. Mm-hmm. But we want to be able to have that safety net there when it's needed. So basically, you are looking for you're, you're going to monitor this. Needless to say, and you're going to continue to seek mm-hmm. help from anybody and everybody who is right. able to assist with anything and everything that you do. I think that's probably Absolutely. a pretty good way as we sum it, uh, a pretty good way to sum it up as we come down close to the end of the show. You talked about your strategic planning process also, and I know that you have an expansion for the food bank in the works as well. Yes, we do. Uh, we did a, a, a study on our on our plant where we have uh, the raw square footage. That that we need to reach our goals to double our distribution in 10 years. But uh, there's some refinements that need to be made with it. And, John, you'll experience that uh, in a couple of years when when we complete uh, our expansion. But we're building a new volunteer center and mm-hmm. 
Nutrition Education Center. And that volunteer center will actually take the uh, kidding and the work that the volunteers do into a, a, an area de- dedicated to them. Right now, you have to walk across a live loading dock, and you're sometimes working in between shelves back mm-hmm. there. This will be an area where you'll uh, actually be able to work in safety and, and do some work in our refrigerated areas as well. The Nutrition Education Center will provide a platform with a demonstration kitchen that we can uh, use for cooking matters and, and other and other facets of our nutrition education programs. Okay, so expansion on the way it's and uh, exciting. a much more user-friendly environment is what I'm hearing yep. and something that will work out better for that growing target right. population. And you can never have enough financial or food donations, never have enough volunteers. So if the spirit moves you, so to speak, EastTexasFoodBank.org or 903-597-FOOD, 903-597-3663, or the 800 number if you like, 800-815-3663. Really, to learn how you can help, to learn how the food bank can help you, to learn specifically right now this time of year about the summer food program going on all around East Texas at, what did you say, Donna, 73 sites? 73 sites, sites. Mm-hmm. right. And um, other aspects of your strategic planning, uh, uh, just briefly, how often do you do a strategic planning session? Well, we've got uh, a 10-year horizon of planning, and then we, we have um, three-year uh, segments within it because 10 years, is things change so quickly, John, that you, oh, yeah. you can't uh, – feasibly put together a plan to tell you what you're going to do in year seven today. We've, we've made changes in our three-year plan mm-hmm. uh, this year. Uh, not a lot of changes, but uh, so we keep it fresh. We come back every three years. We sit down. We look at our our, uh, uh, our goals and, and, and what we've accomplished and the facets of things that have changed. Like I said, the measurement of need and uh and other 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 issues that that are arising in our in our area okay been talking to dennis colonane chief executive officer and donna span communications director of the east texas food bank based in tyler on robertson road if you know where the tjc west campus is you pretty much know where the food bank is just for the record but serving 26 counties all around east texas and the need never ends right now again 473,000 East Texans at risk of hunger and uh, there's so much that you can do to help and we were glad to be able to share some of that with you today Uh, again EastTexasFoodBank.org or that number 903-597-FOOD or 800-815-FOOD 3663 for the final four numbers just in case you're curious but Dennis Colonane and Donna Spann with the East Texas Food Bank thanks so much for coming and getting us up to date on the food bank this morning Thank Thank you you so much, John. John. You bet. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. And as always, we will see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler. KTBB FM Troop Tyler Longview. And KTBB.com.